Welcome to Amplify Ambition. I'm Kristen Edwards, strategy consultant and your guide to making confident decisions. This podcast allows you to accelerate your personal and professional development while growing a profitable online business. Let's dive in because your next level of success is within reach once you decide to dream loudly. Leadership is all about choice. And so in today's episode, we are going to talk about making decisions while staying genuine and authentic to who you are and what you're created to be as a leader. And so this might be a little bit of tough love as a fair warning, but I say all of it with complete love because I want you to be intentional in the decisions that you're making. I want you to stay true to the values that matter to you at your core as a human, just as much as the business values that you are bringing to the people that you serve. And so I'm going to give you three, maybe four strategies to really help you make really strategic decisions in your business to make sure that you're always moving the needle forward, that you're not wasting your time, energy, or resources, and that you're always living out your business in a way that you're like, I don't regret. Some things pass, some things fail, right? Like there are ups and downs that are inevitable as we work towards success, but I don't want you to regret the choices. I want you to say, hey, maybe this didn't work out, but I've learned something and it's gonna help me gain momentum or move forward or help other people prevent this mistake. But when it comes to strategic planning, when it comes to figuring out how you make decisions, the one thing that I want you to think about having is an inner circle. And so I'll be honest and say I got this concept out of Jeff Henderson's second book of like what called what to do next. But he talks about having his own personal board of directors. And so the same way that a an organization, whether it be a nonprofit or or for-profit has an advisory council, an advisory board, a board of directors, you can call it whatever you want. I think you need to have your inner circle of people that you go to for business decisions, right? Like your mom might be good for certain advice, but if she's not an entrepreneur, she might not be your go-to when you're thinking about what's next. Your spouse might be great for making parenting decisions, right? Where are we going to live? What types of schools are we doing? What, you know, those kind of things. But are they the person that you have in your inner circle for your business? And so if you do not have some version of, again, board of directors being the really formal title, but that inner circle, uh, as you know it in the online space, your biz bestie, right? Who are those people that you're going to, that you can say like, this might sound crazy, but also like, check me if I need it or support me where I need it, or let's poke holes in something so we can move forward. And so I think you should have no more than five people. I think five is kind of like too much. Um, Three or four people, in my opinion, is ideal. But who are those people that you're like, I'm thinking of a new offer, and they're either going to say, girl, sit down, you're crazy, or oh my goodness, why have you not thought of this before? How do I help you bring it to market, right? And so what are those people? Find your inner circle. Now be very, very intentional about how you build this inner circle. You don't want a bunch of naysayers, but you also don't want a bunch of yes people. You don't want someone who just like blows smoke, tells you you're awesome, 
all the time. You need people who are going to be very honest with you. The same way that you're trying to be authentic with yourself, you wanna make sure that their values as humans also align with your values, but they also have experience, whether they are mentors to you, advisors to you, or they are kind of equal on the playing field and like, hey, we're in this together. And I think a combination of both is really important, but making sure that you have that inner circle of people that you're like, you are my people as I look at new offers, as I look at price points, if I'm thinking of changing my niche, honing down in an expertise before you go get the next certification, before you make investments, they should obviously, again, they should understand the value of investing in your business because you're investing, they believe in investing, but can they help you vet who your next advisory investment coach, whatever it might be, might look like. They are the person that travels to conferences and retreats with you occasionally. Um, so again, picking people that are aligned in the type of work that you do, um, I think there should be a balance of people who are more experienced than you and those that are kind of aligned in the same kind of phase. Um, but having that inner circle, that is the ultimate number one most important thing. When a startup like, right, a tech startup is starting, they have their board immediately. Before they even make their first dollar, they have that inner circle of like, who are the founders? And so although you might be a solopreneur in your business, or it might be you and one or two administrative people that are helping you, who is that inner circle of people who are guiding you and helping you to process, vet, understand, and plan what's next um, so that you are not doing it in a vacuum, that you are not doing it alone? Number two is that I want you to actually take time to think before you act. And so just as great as it is to have a sounding board community of people that are supporting you and helping you, I also want you to take time for yourself. Write down what are my values? What is my vision for my business? Where do I wanna be in six years? But on the roadmap to getting there, what am I going to do in the next six months? What am I going to do this week, in the next six days, what am I going to do to show up in my business, to show up in a way that speaks volumes, that it's impacting lives, whether they're paying you or not paying you? What are the things that are bringing you joy? What are the things that you should put more time into or the things that you need to start letting go of? Doing your own research, checking your own, you know, knowing what the industry trends are, knowing where the market is heading, the the economy just as much as like, you know, what's the buzz of, of who are people following and what are they doing? And not in a way that you can copy them, but you can either know like, hey, I need to align myself with this thing because I fully agree with it and I want to back this particular thing or like, oh no, this is horrible. This is so wrong. I need to speak and make sure people don't end up going in that direction. But you should be really confident in what you're saying. You should be passionate, excited about it. Like this is the kind of stuff where on a Saturday at two o'clock, you are just genuinely interested that you're still looking into it. I don't mean that you're actually working on a Saturday at two o'clock, but like if you're like, hey, I have some downtime to read a blog or an article online, what are those things that you are going to and how can you incorporate that into your business so that you are serving your clients better, that you are attracting the right people that you're meant to serve as well. And so take time to think before you put a new offer out there, before you launch, even if it's the same program that you've done you know, 10 times, before you go into kind of a launch or promotion, 
you know, sales cycle, what do I need to adjust? What do I need to change? What is um, happening that aligns to my goals and my vision, but is also going to make sure that I'm getting the results that I want for myself individually as a business owner, but also for the people that I am meant to serve. So think, process it, write it down. Then you're going to bring it to your inner circle, let them poke holes in it, and then you can kind of line up what's next. But staying true to who you are um, at the core of what you're doing. And your inner circle, they should know you so well that if they're like, hey, that's not you, they're going to steer you back to the right path, right? Again, that's why you're not picking yes people. You're picking people who are going to be genuinely, honestly invested in your best interest, in, in your best interest, whether or not you're paying them. They just want the best for you. And so you've got the core people that you're using as a sounding board. You're taking time to process, brainstorm, research, you know, do your due diligence before you bring the next version out of what it is you're doing. And then strategy number three that I want you to have is honestly kind of a combination of the first two, but it's like have some clarity, right? When you were writing English papers back in middle school, in high school, honestly, even some of your college level papers still came to the same core, right? We have these, the five W's and H, right? Who, what, where, when, why, and how. And so who are you serving? Where are they going? Where are you trying to get them? How are you going to do that? Why do you believe you're the person that is meant to help them? What is the container that you are going to provide for them? What has to be done to make sure that they are ready to work with you? Again, going through those different things, there's honestly a million questions, but go through every single offer that you have. When you think about your ideal client for each offer, if you are at a stage in your business where you have multiple things, right? I have consulting and training. I also have a podcast. And so which category does this fall into when I'm doing something? So who, what, where, when, why, and how? If you've never heard of this before, I question all your English teachers, but go look it up. It's a concept to writing a paper, but I think it's so essential when you are um, staying authentic to yourself, making sure that you're doing it for the right reasons, with the right people, etc. So knowing that why behind it, but again, going a little bit deeper, right? So you're processing these things on yourself, you're processing these things with a community, you're diving deeper, go to the next level. I had a coach at one point who said, ask yourself why until you cry. Um, and I thought that was a little bit dramatic because like I am an Enneagram type eight, I don't believe in vulnerability um, at the level of which, you know, other people are very comfortable with it. I do believe in it, but I'm it, it is something uncomfortable for me naturally. Um, and so when she kept saying, but like, but why? but why does that matter? But why is that important? Why are you doing it? And you get really, really clear and specific on the things that you are called to do and the reason that you are the one called to do it, right? It's not about Bob, Susie, and Rebecca. It is about you specifically being the best person to help bring about that transformation in the lives of the people that you are meant to serve. That's not all 8 billion people on the planet. We're very close to that number, FYI. But who are the 80 people that you are meant to help in your lifetime or the 800 people that you are meant to help in your lifetime? Think about those few and not the many. And you're always going to be able to say, I'm doing this because I've been there. I'm doing this because this is the example I didn't have or this is the um, explanation that no one was 
ready to show me. And so I'm going to show it to others. And that's how you're always going to make sure that, again, in every single step you're taking in your business, as you build out that strategic action plan, you're also going to make sure that you are staying authentic to who you are and what you're meant to be doing on this earth. And not really a strategy, but bonus tip if you don't know it, I think this is where you know, personality assessments come into play. So as you know, I'm biased towards the Enneagram, but quite frankly, a lot of these personality tools help you to unpack a layer of who you are. And so recognizing how you show up at your core, how you show up when your back is against the wall, how you show up when it's time for visibility and kind of face to camera on social media or, or putting your voice on podcast, whatever those things are, recognizing what it does physically, emotionally, spiritually for you, just as much as the results that you bring about when you are working with other people, knowing yourself is literally the secret to being able to grow your business, to scale your business to whatever income level or number of, you know, number of people that you're able to impact, whatever is driving you towards success, whatever your definition of success is, it all comes from that authentic part and that authenticity comes from self-awareness. So if you are not diving deep into who you are at your core, you're not doing the personal development, please know that your professional success will always be hindered in what you're doing. And so building out that strategy is great. We're going to talk more about kind of how you build out a strategic plan in solo episodes as we continue through Q1, but I want to make sure that you're doing it from a place of authenticity. And so we're starting with this. And then in between these solo episodes, obviously we have guests coming in about how they've created success on their own terms, because we can all have success look differently for us. But the really important thing is that you're committed and you have the courage to move forward and create the success that's right for you in your current season of life. So thanks again for listening. Thanks for bearing with my raspy voice and having to delay a week because I had no voice a week ago when recording this, but I will see you all next time. And until then, dream loudly. Are you searching for a way to grow your business as you create your best life? Click the link in the show notes to get your free guide, five simple steps to build a profitable business roadmap based on your natural abilities. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, take a moment to share it on Instagram or your favorite social media platform and tag me at Kristen Edwards underscore. Or go the extra mile and leave a rating or review to help more women listen in and join our community. Thanks for listening to Amplify Ambition. Until next time, dream loudly.